are welcome to Faith to Faith broadcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor T.B. Peters, the president of Renaissance Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. Thank you, Father. The Spirit of God is already touching us tonight. He had proposed to reach out to us tonight. And we give Him praise for His presence. Thank you, Father. Thank you for what you will establish tonight. Thank you for the sheets and the leaps in our finances. Thank you for the money rain. Thank you for portals opening to us. In the name of Jesus. Please be seated. I'd like to say a few things and then we'll just appreciate the musicians this evening. The anointing is already resting on you. I believe in miracles. I believe in financial miracles. I believe in the supernatural intervention of God in the natural affairs of men. I believe that the spirit realm is a more real realm than the physical realm that we live in. I believe in the ministry of angels. Tonight, it's not the English who will speak that will mean anything. It is the spirit you will catch that will mean everything. We took time this morning to do an extensive teaching. I would plead with you if you are not here, take, get the message, listen to it. It will help you. But tonight, there will be a release of the spirits. There are times where seed is planted in the ground. But rain has to fall for that seed to produce fruit. This is the rain. The rain. So I'll just talk a little and then we get back into what we came for. Some of you were here in the morning and I was even last night I mentioned a few things. I've received impartations in my life. Some have been opportune to talk about, some have not been opportune to talk about. But I believe in impartations. I believe in the release and transfer of anointings. 
Because they are biblical. And I've also experienced them. You know, I know that most of the time, people come around meetings or ministries and they hear English. They analyze things. You can write. You can analyze. But when you catch the spirits, you've caught everything. There is the word of truth. There is the spirit of truth. There is the word of faith. There is the spirit of faith. There is the word of grace. There is the spirit of grace. Tonight, catch the Spirit. Catch the Spirit. We were parting ways years ago with a group of people. And then they were concerned, university actually, they were concerned. They said, what's going to happen to them? After we separate, we're not going to see ourselves again. I said, let's lay hands on them. They will be fine. <laughs> I said, that's all. We've been teaching them God's but just listen, lay hands on them, they'll be fine. They say, yeah. I say yes. Because something will get into them. And while we're away, that thing will work in them. This was the confidence Paul had in Timothy. It's, all he kept doing to him is, stay up the gift of God which is in thee, by the putting on of my hands. For God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of sound mind. Be not therefore ashamed of me, of, of, of me as a prisoner of the Lord, or of the testimony of the Lord. He was explaining to him that there is something that you have received. He was confident in the impartation. I don't claim to be an authority of Greek or Hebrew, but I'm sent. I'm not preaching the gospel because I like to preach. I'm not trying to help God. I'm preaching because He sent me. And tonight, receive me that way tonight. Amen. The Bible says in John 3, put up verse 27. 27. Let's read together. I want to go. John answered and said, A man can receive nothing except it be given him from heaven. You know why John was making this statement? They came to tell John, Look at what Jesus is doing. He, must have, he said, He must have received it from heaven. So we did not learn these things. We received it from heaven. 
when we didn't know the explanation of scripture, the people we laid hands on have stories to tell. When we didn't know what was happening to them, they had stories to tell. Why? It's a gift. It's a gift. It's a gift. So don't sit up here and look at me like a professor. Just receive. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know a professor look at someone that is defending his project. So what do you want to say? After all, we are the ones that taught you. Yes, don't look at me like a professor. Say, I receive. I receive. Say, I receive. I receive. Glory to God. Say, I receive again. Um, I am trying not to teach again. Um, but I know there are a lot of you here that were not even in any of the teachings. <laughs> Amen. And there's something about money. Um, let me just digress a bit. What sustains impartations you receive is the change of how you think. Hallelujah. The change in mindset is what sustains the impartations you receive. Amen. That's why even in the healing ministry and we minister and minister the healing anointing why we spend time teaching is that if the devil ever shows up in a person's life with another attack, is the knowledge of the word, hallelujah, that keeps the person. Are you with me? And the change of mindsets. A change of how the person sees healing and health. And that information can only come from the teaching of the word of God. Are we together? Why do some people not give? It's the way they think. You understand that? So the teaching of God's word is what does affect that. Romans 12, 2. Alright? And be not conformed to this world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So that transformation is by the renewing of your mind. So, it's good to sit under the teaching of God's word like that. And your mind is renewed. Sometimes you might not even know that something is happening to you. It's when you are about to respond, you discover that you have, you have had a change of think, of, 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 of mindsets. You are no more seeing it that way. Every fear you have about money is a stronghold. Amen. It's a stronghold that has been built over time. And sometimes, in an atmosphere like this, you know, there are times where the word, the word of God comes in different dimensions. The word can come to you as seed. That means it will take time for it to produce results. Over time, it will produce results. The word can come to you as light. Amen. But there's also a dimension where the word of God is a hammer. And at that time, it crushes thought patterns. Just suddenly, you are no more seeing things that way. Amen. 
everything is just shattered. So there are dimensions in which God's word comes. There are dimensions in which God's word comes. We've been to meetings where you are teaching God, people are crying. Why are they crying? <laughs> the hammer of God's word is crushing, crushing all the fears. Amen. And they, they just can't believe that. So much change has happened just sitting in one place. Then there's a time the word comes like fire. Amen. <laughs> Amen. When Jesus was walking with those guys at the way to Emmaus, it was not Hamau. Their heart was burning. <laughs> Amen. They said, Did our heart not burn within us while he spake these words? It was consuming. Amen. Consuming. Hallelujah. Glory to God. How many of you want this year to be a significant change in your finances? In your finances. All right. You are in the right place. I want you to say, my financial story changed tonight. Say it a second time. Say it one more time. Glory to God. Nobody owns money. Money belongs to whoever believes he owns it. Did you hear me? Nobody owns money. I just want to help your mindset a bit. I'll get it somewhere. Nobody owns money. Money belongs to the one that believes he owns it. That's why money transfers ownership from time to time. You can see somebody that used to have money before. Then now, money is now with this other person that didn't used to have money before. The day he stops believing that he owns money, money will move. Money is loyal to the one that believes he owns it. Money was intended to serve you. So the only thing money knows to do is to be loyal. Amen. So if you don't demand for its loyalty, you won't have it. Are you listening to me? That's why the first thing God's word tries to establish in your heart is that you have, you know, when the Bible tells you Romans, um, 2 Corinthians 8 verse 9. For, though, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, though he was rejected for his sake, he became poor. What is he trying to establish? First, that don't see yourself as the poor trying to get rich. You are rich. What does being rich mean? It means you have a right to have money. That belief system is powerful and important. Very important. Stop saying, 
those people. You know, there's a way you always exclude yourself sometimes from money. Them and us. We are the elites. By reason of what Jesus has done for us. Amen. Yeah. We are the ones that have the rights to own money. Why? Why? Because we are the ones that we are commissioned to preach the gospel around the world. God cannot tell you to preach the gospel if he didn't expect you to have money. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Are you understanding me? No, 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 no. We are the ones the Bible talks about that are favoring his righteous cause. In Psalm 35 verse 27, he said, Let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified, which had pleasure in the pros. He's not in the poverty of his servants, in the prosperity 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 of call your name, in the God has pleasure. He has pleasure in the prosperity of in the prosperity of now call the name of your ministry. God has pleasure in the prosperity of call the name of your organization. God has pleasure in the prosperity. Let me tell you something. Be his servants. Serve him with the money. God will have pleasure always in the prosperity of what is serving him. Let your ministry serve him. Amen. Let your business serve him. He taketh pleasure in the prosperity. Do you know what pleasure means? Hey. You know how somebody is intoxicated and excited that they start doing stupid things? Eh? That's the language he was using. Where he says, he's so excited that he wants to make sure that everything is at your disposal. Is there another thing you need? He's excited to put money in your hand. Hallelujah. <laughs> he's excited. God is excited about putting money in your hand. He taketh pleasure in the prosperity of Pastor T.B. Peters. He taketh pleasure in the prosperity of Renaissance Assembly. He taketh pleasure. Amen. I love the fact that God is interested in making me have all I require to do all I need to do. Don't behave like you are the one trying to convince God to prosper you. No. What did you know about prosperity? Prosperity was God's idea, not your idea. So stop thinking like prosperity is your idea. Then you are trying to get God into your idea. No. Prosperity was God's idea from the beginning. <laughs> Amen. It was God's idea from the beginning. It was never your idea. This scripture never ceases to amaze me. Because, and I don't know why the translators chose the way, the words, the way they chose them. When it says, it talks about those that favor, favor is righteous cause. And it's actually saying that those that favor is righteous cause are his servants. Amen. That means they're serving his interests. You know something? The easiest way to walk in unexplainable prosperity 
is to be a sponsor of the gospel. Do you know that the gospel was never designed to be carried out just locally? Anything that connects itself to the gospel becomes global. If you read scriptures, for God so loved the world. He didn't say, for God so loved Rumemi, for God so loved the world. Global. Go into all the world. Global. Amen. The day you see yourself in the lights of those scriptures, you have become global. Let me explain what I mean by being global. Being global means that the prosperity of the earth, not just your country, belongs to you. So as you are in Nigeria, you'll be benefiting from America. You'll be benefiting from Europe. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Don't passively be involved in pushing the gospel. You can be a pastor and you are not, you are not favoring the righteous cause of God. Amen. You can be pastoring and not favoring the righteous cause of God. If you are running a church that is not preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, you are not favoring the righteous cause. Your church must be a center that the gospel is going out from. Stop looking for ways to get money into the church. Look for ways to get the gospel out to the world. As long as you are looking for more avenues to get the gospel out, God will be putting money into the church. Oh, what's the new strategy now? Let's do bazaar. Let's do bazaar. Let's sell beans in the church now. You know, people, one spoon of beans, 500 naira. You know, anointed beans for the brethren, anointed beans for the brethren. You understand that? No, no, no. Stop. No, no, no. Stop. Stop looking for ways to get money into the church. Every day, look for me. Oh, you say, now, we used to do one-on-one, go to, around. How else can we get the gospel out of this place? Okay, now, we have tracks. How else can we get it? Okay, now, we're on radio. How else? How else? Uh, the more you create avenues to get the gospel out, the more funding heaven releases to you. Because you know what you have done? You have become a servant. And you are favoring his righteous cause. And God had pleasure, amen, in your prosperity. Jesus coined it in one verse. Matthew six thirty-three: Seek ye first. Amen. Now, if I didn't establish this, you know, it wouldn't be complete. Seek ye first his kingdom, the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, and all other things. Do you think, he said, all other things, all other things shall be added unto you. Kingdom first. Hallelujah. He's talking about the gospel. Amen. Listen, pastors. Get your priority right. Amen. Your priority should be the gospel must go out. People must hate. Once that priority is set, leave the rest. Amen. Every other thing will fall in place. Hallelujah. 
there is, a, there is a word in the covenants, in the new covenant, or rather, in the redemptive plan of God. Your prosperity was already settled. And the prosperity of your ministry was already settled. Anytime I'm talking about this, I always try to explain something. In that Isaiah 53, we always quote, you know, for several years, I've studied about the suffering of Christ. And it's easy to see that our sins were forgiven. And it's also easy to see that our bodies have been healed. But you know, nobody was explaining how prosperity was in the redemptive plan. Because if it's not in Isaiah 53, then it's not actually in the redemptive plan. Amen. Are you understanding me? So, sometimes they explain it this way and say, um, sin was the reason why man was poor. So, sin was taken care of. The poverty also was taken care of. Yeah. But, <laughs> prosperity is too important for it to just be attached to something. Are you understanding me? So, I was studying scriptures and I found out that every language, you know, lang- redemption language always expresses an exchange. Amen. At least we see 7 Corinthians 5.21. Amen. For he had made him to be sin for us who knew no sin. That we might be made what? Righteousness of God in him. Meaning that there was an exchange. Huh? Now that same expression we saw also in 2 Corinthians 8 verse 9. Hallelujah. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Though he was rich, yet for our sake he became poor, that we through his poverty might become rich. It's an exchange. That means that he took your poverty and gave you his wealth. Is that not so? But the question is, okay, that means that prosperity was in the redemptive plan. But now we go back to Isaiah 53, I would not find it. Amen. Because we start quoting, say, where is it in Isaiah 53? We start from, who I believe that report, to whom is the arm of the Lord repeat. We go down, go down, go down, we're not still seeing it. So I was praying about this. I've read materials. I've read books. You know. And maybe I should recommend some materials for you. You know. But I've read materials. And nobody was really answering the question. So I started praying about it. The Lord told me. It's there. Hallelujah. I said where is it? It's there. In some of my teaching faith for finances you might have heard that. I said it's there. It's there. It's there. Then one day. It was from this Psalm 35. 27 that he opened my eyes to that scripture let's go back to psalm 35 verse 27 he said let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause yea let them say continually let the lord be magnified which had pleasure in what the prosperity of his servant the word prosperity here in the hebrew is shalom hallelujah everybody say shalom Shalom. Now, if they are translated it in the peace of his servant, it will not convey the meaning that the spirit was trying to communicate. Because when you hear peace, in English language, when we say peace, it means that a trouble-free life. But when the Hebrew tells you shalom, he's saying that he's talking about wholeness. Wholeness spiritually, mentally, physically, pocket-wise, Check-wise, amen. Wholeness, wholeness, total life prosperity is what shalom means, amen. Nothing missing, nothing broken. That's prosperity, that's shalom.
Are we together? So, in this verse of scripture, he translated shalom as prosperity. And the English word peace does not fully convey the meaning of shalom. Amen? No, it doesn't. Are you at peace? He said, yes. I'm at peace now. Although my, my, my husband broke my neck, but I'm at peace. No, no, no. That's not... You, you, you can't use shalom that way. No. If the neck is still broken, you are not at shalom. Amen. <laughs> no, no, you are not at shalom. There's another word in Hebrew for it. No, but it's not shalom. Amen. Shalom means that all is fine. Amen. <laughs> Amen. It is, a, it is a wholeness that is as a result of a supernatural blessing. It's not a wholeness that physical circumstances can make happen. It's a wholeness that has a divine, divine involvement. Amen. Aha. Uh-huh. Are you getting it? It's a wholeness that is supernatural. Isaiah 53 now tells us, maybe we'll just start from verse 4. Surely he had borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, speaking of God and afflicted. Now this verse 5, in this verse 5, this way it is. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for iniquities. The chastisement means the punishment of our shalom. Hallelujah. Was upon him. The chastisement for our prosperity. Amen. Was upon him. The chastisement for our prosperity was upon him. So instead of the word peace translated here, it should have been translated prosperity. That means in the redemptive plan, that if this scripture is not here, 2 Corinthians 8-9 is wrong. Amen. What validates 2 Corinthians 8-9 is this scripture. Amen. You understand me? That's what validates it. That in the redemptive plan, your prosperity was secured. The chastisements, the punishments for your prosperity was laid on him. So on that cross, not just your sins were forgiven, not just your body was healed, but your prosperity was taken care of. Poverty was broken. The back of poverty was broken on the cross for you. I said the back of poverty was broken on the cross for you. This is one. Now this deals with you personally. Now when you get to verse 10, he now starts talking about something powerful. He says in verse 10, Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He had put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul, Jesus, the soul of Jesus, an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. What will come out of what Jesus does like the church. And he shall prolong his days through his seed. I'm communicating this person. And the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in the hand of his seed, which is you. Amen. Now, this scripture is trying to say, when it says the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper, it said that ministry will work in your hand. Amen. Amen. That's what the scripture says. So, it means that in the redemptive plan, your ministry was already a success. Your church was already a success. Are you understanding me? Let me explain something to you. If your church was not a success in the redemptive plan, there's nothing you will do in the physical now that will make it a success. The reason why your church will succeed is not because you're an excellent pastor. It's because Jesus died for that church to prosper.
Hallelujah. Redemption is everything. Amen. Nothing was left out. Glory to God. Nothing was left out. Nothing was left out. Now, I need to lay this foundation just to help anyone here that this is the first meeting you are attending. This is the third one, but this for you is the first. So, it's a crash course. Amen. Before the impartation. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. It's a crash course. Let me just give you one more scripture. You know, I love Isaiah 53 because it talks about the sufferings of Jesus. Isaiah 54 talks about the glory that should follow. Amen. So, the Bible says that, look, the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. So, the suffering shows you what Jesus has done for you. The glory shows you the benefits of that suffering. Amen. So, in Isaiah 54, we see... Maybe we'll look at just one pick one verse of scripture. Let's look at verse 13. I just want to show you something there. You know, most of the time when we quote that scripture, we quote it for children. Let's read together. I want to go. And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the shalom of thy children. Amen. Did you see that? And great shall be what? The shalom, the peace of thy children. Now, that scripture is not talking about children. That's, it's not talking about your infants. You know, in Isaiah earlier, there's a scripture we always quote, Isaiah, where it says that, um, um, Behold, I am the children the Lord have given unto me. They are for what? They are for signs and wonders. I am the children. So, children there is talking about, it's not small children. If you study Isaiah 54 and any other place that expression was used, it was talking about the products of the covenants that Jesus had brought us into. We are, the, we are the offspring of that, of that covenant. I hope you know that. It's talking about the church. It's the church he's referring to as his children. Amen. Are you understanding me? Time will fail me, but if you just read up a bit, you will see where he was talking about the new covenant. Alright? And it shall be like the waters of Noah unto you and blah, blah, blah. He talked about that. Then he said, out of this covenant, the children, you, these children, the children... They will be, God will teach them by Himself. Hallelujah. And you know what God is doing now? He's teaching you by Himself. Amen. Are you understanding me? They shall be taught of the Lord. They shall be taught of the Lord. And because they've been taught, what will happen? Great. He didn't say small. Great shall be your prosperity. So listen, I'm bringing you into great prosperity. Amen. Great shall be your prosperity. <laughs> great. 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 The Bible knows what is great prosperity and what is not great. In the book of Ruth, chapter 2, verse 1, the Bible talked about Boaz. He said he was a mighty man of wealth. <laughs> and today, some of you will be consecrated as mighty men of wealth. He said a mighty man of wealth. Amen. Yeah, that's it. And Noah had a kinsman of her husband's a mighty man of wealth. A mighty man of wealth. A mighty ministry of wealth. Amen. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Pastor Abraham was rich in silver, in cattle and gold. Was rich. At one point he said, very rich. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Please don't be offended. Amen.
Very rich. Say very rich. Alright, listen. You know, it's good to see yourself in the light of scripture. Alright? And Pastor TB was very rich. Now, I don't need cattle. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. So, put, put what you need there. Amen. In what? You are rich in what? Uh-huh. In what? In what? Let me tell you something about impartation. You just come back to something. This impartation you are going to receive, the only one thing you need to do to keep it going is what you say. Any time you study prosperity scriptures carefully, in context, there will always be a path that talks about your confession. There are two issues. Your thinking, your confession. You understand that? Your thinking affects what you say, finally. So that's confession. Even the scripture I just quoted to you in Psalm 35 verse 27. It said, let them shout for joy and be glad that people write to cause. Let them say, not once in a while, continually. Amen. Let them say how? Continually. So, after this impartation, you will be saying continually. Let them say continually. Let the Lord be magnified. So they'll be saying it. Oh, God has pleasure in my prosperity. Keep saying it. <laughs> Amen. Keep saying it. Keep saying it. God is excited about my prosperity. God is excited when Allah hits my account. God is excited when I receive checks. Let them say continually. Don't say it once in a while. Say it every day. Don't allow any kind of religious guilt stop you from declaring who you are in Christ concerning your finances. Don't allow any religious guilt make you ashamed of declaring boldly your belief in the wealth that God has given to you. Never allow it. You know, money, money is the root of all evil. You know that, you know that, we have to be careful about money. He said the love of money is the root of all evil. If I even had the time today to teach on love of money, you will never see the scripture that way again. <laughs> you will never do you know that that scripture, he didn't even have to use the word money. If it's today's English, what he was trying to say is that greed is the root of all evil. Greed. That's what he was dealing with. Do you know what cures greed? Giving. Amen. That's what cures greed. The cure for greed, you don't cast out the spirit of greed by laying on of hands. You cast out the spirit of greed by giving. Giving is the deliverance. That's why God wants you to be giving constantly so that you will not be caught up with greed. People don't give because they love the money too much. They want to keep it. So how God cures it is by telling you to let it go. And keep you free. Greed makes you stop money from fulfilling its assignments. Money was never meant to be in one place. That's why it's called currency. It's supposed to flow. So, anytime you are functioning that way, you are stopping money from flowing. 
And any time any fluid is stopped from flowing, it becomes stagnant and it stinks. Then it becomes harmful. <laughs> That's when it becomes harmful. Say, I'm a distributor. <laughs> Means that my life is a distribution center. It comes, it goes. It comes, it goes. It comes, it goes. I channel money to the right places. Amen. You know, be a traffic warden for money. Be a traffic warden for money. Hallelujah. One thing I love about God is that He is generous with seed. <laughs> Amen. And you will see that He will be generous to you with seed. Some of you, this night, some of you, within the next 24 hours, some of you, within the next 7 days, seed will enter your hand. Yes. You will know it's seed. Seed will enter your hand. Because God wants to give you a fresh start. Anytime I've gone anywhere and declared this message, one major thing God does for the people is that He gives them a fresh start. And how He gives you a fresh start is by giving you seed. There is a law at work in the universe that as the heavens and earth remain, seed time and harvest will not cease. So all God is committed to do is to give you seed so that you can initiate the harvest you desire. So he give you a fresh start. He'll give you a fresh start. You will see. Watch. Observe. Seed is coming to you. <laughs> For he giveth seed to the sower. He giveth seed to the sower. And you have signed up as a sower. You have signed up as a sower. So God is committed to give seed to the sower. God cannot demand for you to have harvest if he does not provide seed. It will be unjust of him. Are you understanding me? So he provides seed. He provides seed. I told you, was it yesterday night or this morning? I said, there are times where we are in some situations. The only thing I always pray for is, Lord, show me my seed. Because the moment seed comes, I know that the answer has come. Show me my seed. Show me my seed. And then, boom, that's it. He <laughs> said he provides, he ministers. That's the language that was used. You know why I use the word ministered? Because he supernaturally supplies it. He ministered seed to the sower and bread for the eater. Then he now multiplies not the bread eating. <laughs> he multiplies the seed sown. Amen. Are you understanding me? He multiplies the seed sown. 
and increases okay let me just talk a little along those lines and increases the fruits of your righteousness we always focus on multiply your seed soon but he's explained to you there's something else attached increasing the fruits of your righteousness he did not say he increases your righteousness no your righteousness does not increase because the righteousness does not need any improvements it's the righteousness of Jesus that you have it doesn't need any improvements you can't add to it you can't make it better but there are outcomes of that righteousness there are products of that righteousness the because of that righteousness there are certain things that happen so he says that when you sow seeds the outcomes of your righteousness will increase. One of the greatest outcomes of your righteousness is the authority righteousness gives to you. That's why seed sowers have greater authority. As you keep sowing seeds, let me tell you about authority. Authority is not how tall you are. At least I can prove it. It's not how tall you are. It's not how loud your voice is. No. It's not how loud your voice is. Authority is spiritual. It's spiritual. It's spiritual. John the Baptist comes and then he's in the wilderness. And mature people are going to wilderness to meet him. Pharisee. Pharisee ministries is in government house. Nobody's going there. It's authority from heaven. <laughs> are you understanding me? It's authority. Authority. A man of God. Um, Pastor Tunde Bakari years ago he said he preached a message and then he has a protege another minister that looks up to him the man now preached the same message police came and carried him so he said ah but it's the same message you preached and you even preached a wider audience I just preached to a few people they arrested me he said do you have the authority to preach that message I'm not talking about believers authority here I'm talking about territorial authority. Your seeds increase the influence of your authority. That was just for dash. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I didn't talk about that just for that. It increases your territorial authority. See, when you start sowing some seeds, why is that so? Because in the realm of the spirit, see, <laughs> let me not enter there today. <laughs> when a demon tells you, Paul, I know, Jesus, I know, who are you? They are calling names. Why didn't they say, all the apostles, I know? Why didn't they say, all the men of God, we know? Why is the Paul's name they called? It's territorial authority. This was not talking about believers' authority. No, that's not talking about. So when you start sowing seeds like that, you start sowing seeds like that, you start commanding greater angelic influence. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's just what it is.
Have you not thought of it? I said, it's not about... There are people... You see a preacher that has a loud voice. A loud voice. Praise the Lord! He will shout. Shouting. People might be excited. Another one will come. Praise the Lord. Eh? But people cannot go. Eh? Let's open our Bibles to... Eh? Nobody can move. Are you understanding? Have you not seen people like Pastor Enoch Adeboe? Have you not seen people like Pastor Enoch Adeboe? No drama. No charismatic anything. They stand in one place, be talking. But the whole world is at attention. That's territorial impact. Are you understand what I'm talking about? Some of us here can be more charismatic than him. Definitely. Are you understanding me? That's what I'm talking about. Your seeds, your seeds, your seeds increase the fruits of your righteousness. I'm just mentioning one of the things on the fruits of your righteousness. Just one. That's what I'm talking about. Authority. It increases the fruits of your righteousness. That scripture that says that as soon as they hear of me, they shall obey me. Strangers submit themselves. That's what I'm talking about. Psalm 18 verse 44. That's what I'm talking about. When you meet people that have sown seeds, eh, you stand in their presence, you will know there's something about them. You will know. Somebody was talking about they told him, um, he said, ah, he was going to tell Bishop of Edith for something. So he said, go and tell him. He said he has gone several times to tell him. But when he stood before the man, he couldn't say what he wanted to say. He said, is there any problem? The man said, no. He came out. He said, have you told him? He said, I could not tell him. <laughs> he said, try again next time. We go. He said, is there, and the man is asking, is there a problem? He said, no. <laughs> he said, the eyes were just like this. Is there a problem? He said, no, there's no problem. <laughs> Pastor uh, Reverend Chris Eklima was sharing a story about his early years. How he had been praying and he had a vision. And in the vision, he saw Archbishop Benson in Daosa. And Archbishop Benson in Daosa at that time was a, you know, was a global figure that Archbishop came for his meeting. So, he said, wow. So he was going to invite him. So he went to the house. Archbishop's house those days, it was, people were welcome, you know. He went to the house and he had some the courage to go there. And while he was sitting in the house, all of a sudden, Archbishop just came out. So when he saw him, he said, yes, can I help you, young man? What are you looking for? He said, it's not him he was looking for. <laughs> he's looking for mama. <laughs> well, Bishop was a spiritual man. He said, not looking. He said, who are you looking for? He said, I'm looking for mama. He said, okay. What do you need her for? He said, hey, we have a conference. I want to invite her to come and preach. Meanwhile, he's here to invite. He said, I want to invite her to come and preach. Archbishop, you know, how many of you had the privilege of meeting him? 
I had the privilege. Amen. Now, he said, he said, he said, which day is the program? Now, understand, he said, I'm coming to invite my Say, which day is the program? He told him. What time? He told him. He said, okay, I will come. <laughs> that, are you understanding? I will come. <laughs> Hallelujah. He understood what was happening to the young man as he stood there. <laughs> he was standing in the presence of the principality. He couldn't talk again. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Your seeds. Your seeds. Your seeds. Your seeds. Your seeds. He multiplies your seeds soon and increases the fruits of your righteousness. Let me explain something to you. There are some of you that knew me 10 years ago. Some of you just knew me 5 years ago. Some of you knew me just a year or two ago. It means that there are more of you knowing what we are doing. God is increasing the fruits of our righteousness. That's what it is. There are some of you that knew me before. But you didn't really know we were doing anything important. Are you understanding me? God raises... God was saying, He said, I will magnify you in the eyes of Israel. Amen. So, God magnifies men in the eyes of others. Are you understanding me? God does it. It was Joshua, in the book of Joshua. He said, the same way I was with Moses, I will magnify you. You don't have to, you know, it's not about working with 25 protocol. No. It's not about working with 25 protocol. When you can just say, why this man, the mumu himself, self? Instead of magnifying him, they even ridicule him. Eh? No, it's not about that. When something has changed in the spirit realm, it has changed you. It has changed. There are people that even vow not to respect you. When they show up, they don't even know what's happening to them. It's spiritual. It's spiritual. It's spiritual. They don't even know what's happening to them. There's a man, every... <laughs> he doesn't like... Um, what was the ministry? The Christian he doesn't like the ministry. He doesn't like the ministry. He doesn't like the ministry. But he will go to his members' houses. All of them are using Rhapsody. Are you understanding they say, hey, Pastor, you are sharing something about faith. Look at what Rhapsody said. Whether you add it to your message. <laughs> so, what, what did they say? And then a member now makes it a commitment. Monthly, he, he gets to his pastor. Pastor, this is your own copy. Pastor, this is your own copy. Pastor, until the man started reading it. Are you understanding me? It's because, see, those things, you can't... I, you can't shut it out. That's how, when you, as you are sowing seeds like that, that's what starts happening to others about you. Mm-hmm. Pastor, I, I took my pastor who went for Shiloh, you know, who in Kenya land. You know, just not too long ago. And there's a guy carrying us in a vehicle. So <laughs> he was the one looking for trouble. He'll be asking the guy questions. 
The guy said, I've forgotten what question you asked him that I say, where you come from? <laughs> he said, it's like you're not in our world. <laughs> he said, this is another world. No nonsense here. <laughs> you know, he didn't know he was a pastor. So he's telling him, he said, look, look, look. But he is pushing him to talk. Are you understanding me? He said, no, no nonsense here. Do, do, do you know that man? <laughs> You know that man? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> 1999. That was my first time I was going there. The vehicle I entered, people were crazy. The guy just said, Where are you going to? I said, I'm going to Shiloh. He said, God will impact your life today. <laughs> <laughs> In the ve- we're in Lagos. Otta is not Lagos, definitely. We are in Lagos. Somewhere, maybe at Oshodi. You understand that? Going to Otta. The guy is always telling you, he will impact your life today. <laughs> then he will say, he will just say, hey, today. <laughs> what makes people behave like that is the territorial influence. That's what people. Some of you, you say, oh, I have three members. They, 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 you know, the way they used to come to church, I see they are forcing them. Start sowing your seeds. Start sowing your seeds. Start sowing your seeds. The first place I saw where people are running to church was there. People run to my church now. Amen. They run. They are coming late. Ah, ah, let me reach quick. It's a spirit. People come to church, you and see that doing you a favor, Pastor. Uh, I just said, let me check out what you are doing. You know. Uh, so, how are you, Pastor? I don't think I'll stay till you finish your message. Um, but just start preaching. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> let's see. <laughs> then you now be asking, which message should I preach? <laughs> which Which one do you like? <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> no, that territorial impact. My former landlady was here on Friday. We had a meeting. We had a miracle meeting here. And she was in the meeting. A little over maybe 10 years ago I was not in the position to lay hands on her. But she came for my meeting and the power of God came upon her. Because levels have changed. It is not how it used to be. It had nothing to do with me. But the influence has increased. That she was telling me one time, she picked up our track and was praying over, praying with it. Trying to receive a miracle from it. What has God, God has magnified us in our hearts.
It's not said by any. No, no. I see, you see, give her the respect. But something has changed. Something has changed. Amen. I was with my wife. We went to. What's the name of this place now? Um, Genesis here. You know? So we, we went to. I didn't buy a popcorn or something like that. So we just stopped and walked in. So two fellows, I saw them. I said, Ah, these guys, we were in secondary school together. They were my seniors in secondary school. Oh, let me greet them. So I was walking to Gangria. One of them asked, What look at? I know this guy. The other one knows me. So he said, I know this guy. Oh, he was our genius. The other one said, Shh. Two of them were my seniors. They said, Shh. That was then. Oh, he's our father now. <laughs> he was corrected. The guy and I said, Yes, sir. Grace, sir. Grace, sir. Grace, sir. You know. I was trying to be informal with them. Ah, on a day now, we are fine, sir. I said, ah, we thank God for how God said, Amen. They say, Amen. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean? They say, Amen. <laughs> I'm not praying. They say, Amen. Your seeds increase your influence. There are some people that are not listening to you. This year they will listen to you. <laughs> they listen to you. They will listen to you. They will listen to you. Some people are not even looking in your direction. They will look at your direction. There are some that we are looking down at you. Down. They will start looking up. Looking down. Now they will be looking up. Something has shifted. Tonight, receive impartations tonight. Receive impartations tonight. Receive impartations tonight. These things I'm talking about, alright? I'm talking about things that you are entering into. Are you understanding me? The manifestations of these things have broken forth upon you. Hmm. One thing I'm sure of tonight is that conversations will change conversations conversations will change you know what conversation change means my wife and I years ago I think um, then we just had a child and we wanted to move from where we were staying so we just strolled not far from where we were staying looking for a, a place nearby and then we got to this particular compound beautiful place oh, wow he said, oh, who is staying upstairs? The British man. Who is staying? I said, this would be a good place to stay. So we met the caretaker. We said, okay, um, how much is the rent for the place? He mentioned the amount. Ah, when he mentioned the amount, ah, I, I went back. I said, ah. And I said, can't we pay for one year? He said, that amount I mentioned is for one year. <laughs> that the amount he mentioned was so big, I thought it was for two years. So I said, can't we pay for one year? He said, no, that amount I mentioned is for one year. You know that how somebody says something, you'll be angry. You say, all these people said. <laughs> so we left. We left. In a short while. You're not conscious, though. We're not, okay, now we're ready to move. We, said, we didn't even know when we came back to that place. Are you understanding me? Like we've been here before. How much is the 
amount again. Say, I saw you people one time. Yeah, the amount is so amount. And it didn't feel like it was heavy. So we'll, we'll pay for it. We'll pay. Conversations have changed. So, you know, you know the conversation before was one, one, one. You see, Nigeria, you people consider people. That's conversation before. Now the conversation is uh, how do we pay? Do we pay transfer? Do we pay check? Conversations what have changed. Amen. So I declare to you, men of God, there will be a change in the conversations you are having. There are some of you, before now, you used to go and tell your, you are telling your landlord of your property. You are saying, um, sir, can I be, can I, please, can you break down the rent so I'll be paid in bits? That was the former conversation. The new conversation, sir, can I drop a check for two years? Uh, so that because I, I, I don't want to, us to be talking about these things over and over again. Conversations have changed. Conversations have changed. Conversations have changed. How conversations change even in bank? Bank. How conversations change? Years ago, ah, we had uh, some issue. I called my bank. I said, um, so, 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 so. They said, sir, please, please. Um, 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 this is not something we talk on phone now. Try and come around. I came to the bank, waiting, waiting, waiting for them to do whatever they had to do. That same issue happened years later. You guys said, don't worry, sir, we come to your office. Somebody is coming to your office now. If they don't come merely, I will come by myself. The same bank, the same me. Conversations have changed. Amen. Conversations have changed. Years ago, a ministry went to a bank and said, we want to do so, so, and so. They are trying to tell, say, do you know, we don't know if people will support, um, um, give loans to ministries. So, 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 they were talking. They said, eh, well, what's the size of your congregation? Um, we'll have to do like a two-year, three-year. Um, let's look at your income over a period of time. Then we'll see what we can. Um, uh, we'll get back to you. We'll get back to you. One week later, they have not called him. Two weeks later, they have not called him. He came back again. I said, I told you we'll get back to you. We'll get back to you. Don't worry. Years later, the conversations have changed. The bank now comes. Say, sir, um, you know, with the kind of money that's coming in, you know, we want to do business with you. Amen. <laughs> he said, what kind of business do you want to do with me? He said, eh, we can give you like 10 million up front. You understand that? 10 million up front. You know? The money he was asking for before was less than one million. Amen. Now a bank wants to give him ten million. Amen. He said, I don't need your money. Thank you. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Conversations have changed. Today I declare a change in conversations. Listen to me. I want you to remember the former conversations. I want you to remember the conversations you had weeks ago, months ago, when you even started the year, the conversations you had, the discussions about finances that you had. I declare as God's servant tonight, there's an alteration. There's a finger that is rewriting the conversations you are making. Rewriting your financial conversations. And right now I declare that they have changed. 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 Conversations with landlords have changed. Conversations about property has changed. Conversations about offering has changed. The income of your ministry, before you sit and say, ah, this is not enough to carry us where we are going, but the conversations have changed. You know what you are now saying? You say, wow, is this what they gave? Is this what came in? Are you sure it's our people that gave it? Conversations have changed. 
own before you are talking to your church brethren. You are talking to brethren. You are talking to them. You are inspiring them. Everybody, give. Everybody, give. Everybody, give. Give in the name of Jesus. Give in the name of Jesus. Don't provoke me. Make sure you give. <laughs> but conversations have changed. You have not asked for seeds. The seeds have come. Their seeds have come. I see someone here. So I see in my spirit now. My eyes open. I see. I see them coming to give you money. And I say, Pastor, you've not announced any program yet. But this money for any program that God will put on your heart in the near future. Receive it. Receive it. That means something has shifted concerning your ministry. People are bringing in funds before the funds are needed. People are bringing in funds before the funds are needed. There are ministries and organizations here that have never had an account. This year, you will open that account. You, will open, you are opening that account this year. Because the demand for that account has come. <laughs> now, money. See, there's someone here. The money you've been receiving in your ministry, you, it's not money that you can put in an account. But now you need an account. Now you need an account. I see accounts that have been opened a long time ago, but they've not been working. Those accounts, I declare right now, from this moment you are busy. From this moment, those accounts become busy. From this moment, those accounts become busy. In the name of Jesus Christ. 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 <laughs> I see, I see like books opened. Hallelujah. Books opened. Books opened. Books opened. And in those books that have been opened, they have been opened concerning your ministry, concerning your finances, hallelujah. They have been opened. They were closed a long time ago. Nobody was attending to those matters. Let me explain what that means. That means that people have picked up your financial matters and are looking into it again. It was like all along, matters that concern your finances, nobody is concerned. Nobody is concerned to help. Nobody is concerned to support. Nobody is concerned to partner. But the books have opened. <laughs> All of a sudden, people have become concerned. They become concerned. They become concerned in the name of Jesus Christ. A guy in Europe had 8 million naira locked down. He had a scholarship. They've not paid for 3 years. 8 million locked down. And he said, Don't worry, Pastor is coming. I came for that meeting. I said, where's the fellow? On Saturday, I called him. And I held his hand and I said, in the name of Jesus, I release the 8 million. It was like a dream. The money was paid. Every ministry here that has money locked down. Every organization here that has any fund locked down. Today, Sunday, uh, Monday the 29th of February, I unlock that money. I unlock that money. And I release it to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I release it to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In the realm of the Spirit, money is coming in this direction. <laughs> Rainbow, there is a concentration of traffic in this direction. In this direction. In this direction. The only activity tonight is to receive. Speaking tongues for a minute or two. Rando zite lete broto sole disque. Randa zite risco protoso latia. Rinde rusco pretesa tia bete zede. Rando zoto soto lady yare kadia. 
la tarade risque, mentre le bolso predisque, rando zucchetto sopra desche. Malondo, zitte ledis che protosso pretia, radia, malondo brigadisco protosso pregadia, patoso brigadia, banda acletese risque protosso pretia, melemo roboros brigadia, tosso brigadia. Maradi, ride dice, ride zu, zuzu, prate. Mande le bolso brigadisca, pranto sete, raduzo, brinde, zikete, radada, legebon brigadisco protosso, ladi, bando zuteli, ketia, menebrondo zutelisque protosso, lide risque. Mando libro soto, satia, redesque protosso, rende zotoso, litere, zizese, meso zuzo, ruso zo, zoze, zigeleso, roso, zucataya. Le mondo brigadisco protoso, la manda la basso, teleia, mante, ecletese, bene brando brondo brigadia, patea, randa, manda le bon brigadisco, protoso, rede, manda la bando, zucchete, ridese, manda la bando, roso, manda le bon brigadisco protoso, ledele, manda le brondo, zutelia, paria, rede, mende brondo, zuteli, cati, mende brondo, zucchete, rede, malanda, asca, protoso, leba, mende brondo brigadia, patoso, predi. Menebroso, bli, cari, cadi. Mande, risco protoso, lide, brade. Rende, brosso, pretia, catoso, pregheria. Randa, blando, zoto, ligadea. Manda, lavando, le vostre, pregheria, patea. Mande, brondo, pregherisco, protoso, lide, bi. Menebrondo, zute, lide, brondo, pregheria, toso. Rende, brosso, pregheria, totoso. Rende, si, pretoso, pregheria. Ando, zopregheria, talia, da brondo, pregheria, toso, pregheria. Rende, pregheria, telegheria, brando, sopregheria. In the name of Jesus, there are three persons tonight that have been financially stranded for a long time. Tonight, the power of God is moving in your direction. And it is, I hear, it's a setting free. It's a setting free. I declare over you that that's entanglements you've been stranded financially for a long while now it's been a while right now it is broken in the name of the Lord Jesus the tangible power of God right now locates you and rests upon you and it rests upon you now 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 in the name of Jesus Christ Redo zuta, redo zuta, rete, patondo, ketea, retuska, patea, redo sukata, lete, stika baya. It's over. Never again will you be financially stranded. You will discover that it's not because you started doing anything different. You just discover that that nothing has stopped. Hallelujah. It has stopped. Suddenly it has stopped. Suddenly it has stopped. Because it felt like your hands were tied, your legs were tied, but you just see that you are released. The entanglement, you have been released. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. God told me to put money in your hands. To put money in your hands. And I want to put money in your hands. <laughs> Glory to God. 
Thank you, Father. You know, listen. The wind of God's Spirit is blowing upon anybody that's connected to you to favor you. As we're speaking, the wind of God's Spirit is blowing on people to favor you. It's starting with those that are connected to you. All of a sudden, they can't hold back from favoring you. The wind of God's Spirit, as I speak now, as I'm talking right now, is blowing upon people to favor you. To favor you. These people are doing things they don't normally do for you. They are doing things they don't normally do for you. That's what the Spirit of God is doing. That's what the Spirit of God is doing. Redo suke pratoso. Pandeleske protoso. Randa akatoso pretia patoso. Mandele bron bergadisco protoso. Lande ekletoso pretia. Mendebron bergadisco protoso. La pate e protoso. Ande ekletese. Rida. Mendebron bergadia toso. Le patea. Mendebrande zikete. Rida da. Meklotoso pretia. Pado. Mendebron bergadia toso. Mente ekletoso pratia. Nekletuso pretia. In the name of Jesus. Now receive money. I stand in my office and I speak over everyone hearing the sound of my voice. I call money. 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 Hear ye the word of the Lord. Right now, relocate from that bank, relocate from that organization, relocate from that pocket, relocate from that account. And by the Spirit, I execute a transfer. Into your hands. Into your hands. Into your accounts. No! In the name of Jesus. I execute a transfer. Into your accounts. In the name of Jesus. Into your hands. In the name of Jesus. I call a lot to come into your phone. A lot into your email. I call checks into your hands. I call envelopes into your hands. I call cash into your hands. Now, in the name of Jesus. Now, in the name of Jesus. Money moves now. 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 Thank you, Lord. Ravens are commanded to sustain you. In the month of March, ravens are commanded to sustain you. You experience sustenance from unexpected channels. 
in the month of March, the portals of the Spirit are open to you financially. Ravens and widows. Now I'm not talking about literal widows. People that don't seem to have. But there is a command upon them to sustain you. You say, what can this person do? What can this person do? That person you say, what can they do? They are the ones sustaining you. Malone, the creator, Sotoya. You have received. 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 As added measure, I release dollars. 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 Yes, you, someone here, you were just thinking about something. It's in bundles. In bundles. It's in bundles. I'm answering you. It's in bundles. In bundles. I'm answering you. It's in bundles. It's in bundles. It's in bundles. It's in bundles. You know, my eyes are open. I'm seeing several checks being written. Several checks being written. Several. It's just like people are just waking up and they're writing checks. Just writing checks. And they're writing it for people here. They're just writing it for you, for people here. They're just writing checks. Just writing checks. Signing, just writing checks. Adding zeros. Adding zeros. Adding zeros. Adding zeros. This year... It's going to be the greatest financial year of your life. Money you have never seen before. You will see it this year. How many of you were here in the morning? I told you to set targets. Was it in the morning we did that all Light, yeah? Set targets. How many of you did set targets for yourself? Okay. If you were not here, I'll encourage you to do that. Set an amount you want to give this year. Amen. They have not given before. If you've set it, the Spirit of God told me to pray for that. So I'm going to pray for that so He will give you seed. Amen. Now, but let me explain something to you. For those of you especially that were not here. To give you seed. Amen. To give you that amount that you set as a target to sow. Some of you, it will come at once. As a sign <laughs> that God is on you. See, listen to me. The power of God is on your finances this year. 
The power of God is sitting on your finances this year. Sitting, sitting on your finances this year. Father, your word declares that you minister seed to the soul. Everyone here that in obedience has set a financial target and said, This, I want to sow 1 million this year. I want to sow 500,000 this year. I want to sow 100,000 this year. Right now, by the Spirit of God, I minister your seed to you. I minister your seed to you. I minister your seed to you. Thank you, Father. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. God has promoted some of you here from retail sowers to wholesale givers. That's what happened to you. From retail giving to a wholesale giver. You have been given before, but it's by the level of retail. You have been promoted tonight Amen. to wholesale giving. Amen. You know what a wholesale giving giver does? When they bring the list, he goes for total. <laughs> he goes straight for total. The total. Say, I receive. Say, I receive. We just do two things the Spirit of God has instructed us to do, and then we're out of here. How many of you know that something has happened to you? <laughs> Hallelujah. Sometimes in my spirit, I just perceive as if it's like a smell, and all I'm smelling is money. 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 Glory to God. You are smelling of money. I say you are smelling of money. You are smelling of money. I say you are smelling of money. I say you are smelling of money. You cannot be smelling of money when it's one note in your pocket. You are smelling of money. Have, they, have you entered a bank vault before? That's how you are smelling. Amen. <laughs> of money. Smelling of money. The smelling of money. It's all around you. All around you. All around you. All around you. I see somebody sitting in his office. In your drawer, there's money. On your table, there's money. In the, there's just, I say, um, um, just money all around you. That's, that's just what happened. There's someone here. This year will be the first time you will say, ah, What lie is this money now? Do? Before, before, the money is already spent before it comes. But now I say, um, This money now is an extra. What do I do with it? Well, let me think of what I'll do with it. This will be the first year you will talk like that. Listen, oh, conversations have changed. Don't forget that. Conver your conversations, your financial conversations have changed. 
brother, good news. Those conversations, what will we eat? They have changed. What will we eat? They have changed. How will we get transport to go there? They have changed. Your conversations have changed. What you'll be discussing now, <laughs> totally different. It will not be as if it was the same person talking about food. I've seen God change conversations of people. There's a guy in my fellowship, let me just tell you this story, on campus. He was so broke, so broke, that he's not thinking about lecture. He said, other students are thinking about how to go to class. He's thinking about how to eat. He's not somebody that's eating that goes for lecture. That is, today you say, eh, you go and visit somebody and do as if he couldn't go again. So that he doesn't have accommodation. Doesn't have food. He's in school, he's students in school. Someone now helped him. He got IT space for his um, three months IT. God has a sense of humor. He was one sharing testimony. He said, <laughs> God has a sense of humor. He said, Do you know where they posted me to? As an offshore company. There's a kitchen company that services offshore companies. So that's where he was working. When the guy now looked at him and said, Your work will be to be throwing away food. <laughs> so he said, The first week he worked there, he was thinking that he can eat. <laughs> he said, Pastor, I throw away complete chicken. I want to throw it away. I'll be laughing. God, you are, the, you are, just, you are just mocking me. Yes, <laughs> you throw it inside those me. Rice, they have not touched. He said, he, he has eaten, eaten. The smell of the food is now annoying him. He will go and carry somebody. A white man will just sit down. Um, just eat the vegetable. Say, don't, don't worry, I'm not taking chicken anymore. He will just carry the whole chicken. Before he used to eat it. But he said, wait, it's, it, the one they care for him is even bigger than the one that they gave the people. So anytime he's throwing it away, God will tell him, I told you I will take care of you. Amen. Amen. Now you are throwing away food. Conversation has changed. I'm telling you this story because that will be your story. <laughs> you know why I was surprised? When I saw him, He's laughing, stomach. <laughs> I said, oh, what happened to you? He said, that's the way I'm coming from. I chop. <laughs> Lift your hands and thank you. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faithtofaithonline.org or call us on 234-806-361-3560. You are big, blessed, and loaded. Taking the best, they got big around.